Hey everybody, welcome to the Hope Young Adults podcast where we help young adults grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm David Hurst and this episode is all about wisdom. Life is full of difficult decisions and godly wisdom can give us the ability to make the right choices. Doug Pace shares how a lady at Bojangles taught him everything he needs to know about godly wisdom. This episode comes from our weekly devotional series called The Feed. What's up, Hope? It's uh, good to be back with you guys. Uh, If we've never met, my name's Doug Pace, and uh, I'm excited to tell you what God taught me and reminded me of last night when I was at Bojangles. Uh, But before I get into that, I just want to talk about what it is we've been discussing this semester, and and that's that God gives. He provides. Um, He's Jehovah Jireh. Uh, um, He's the God that provides, and he was that before Elevation released that song like two weeks ago, if you know what I'm talking about. But we've discussed this semester how God provides hope, uh, love, uh, how He's a God who, who provides um, resources that we need for our lives. It says in 1 Peter that he provides all we need uh, for life and godliness. He's a father who gives good gifts, the word says. Um, and I'm going to tell you what God reminded me of last night at Bojangles. And that is that he is the giver of wisdom. That's what we're going to talk about today. So last night, God's provided financial means in my life for me to go down to Bojangles. So I went and I got my three-piece dinner. I got some dirty rice, a biscuit, and two bow sauces because that's what I need for three pieces of chicken and a biscuit because I even dipped the biscuit. And so I ate my chicken, I ate my biscuit, and as I was sitting there, uh, there was another guy in the restaurant and he was eating some chicken as well. And so, you know, it's like COVID, you don't get to talk to people in restaurants. So we're talking across three booths because there's a booth in between us that they have blocked off. And so we're having this out loud conversation and anyone can hear it. Well, we both finished up our dinner and uh, he left and I walked to the trash can to throw my, my box away. And when I did, this lady that worked there, she walked up to me and she began to talk to me and ask me questions about what it is the guy and I had just had a conversation about. And it was in that conversation that she began to throw out little nuggets of wisdom, little nuggets of scripture. And she said things along the lines of, you know, a tree by its fruit. And when she said that, it hit me. I was like, that, that's a Bible verse. So. I threw a Bible verse at her back, didn't really say, hey, this is the Bible, just to see how it would land. And when I did, she kind of like, kind of like hit her and like, she kind of like, I could see it in her eye. Like, like she knew what I was saying. I knew what she was seeing. We were, we were speaking this kind of like secret code. No one else knew what was going on. And so she threw another one at me and I threw one back at her. And the next thing we know, we're just trading back and forth. 20 minutes later, we're over by the sweet tea dispenser, like calling out the promises of God, breaking off generational curses, calling down power from all high, all of the things it says that are promised to you in the Bible and that you can have freedom from. And we were going in, me and this lady at Bojangles. And I I walked away from that conversation and I thought about how God gives wisdom, what we're going to talk today. And I was reminded of this that God is the ultimate giver of wisdom. The Bible says uh, that the wisdom of this world is folly. It's foolish to him. And I can look you in the eye and I can tell you this. There's a woman that works at Bojangles in Raleigh, North Carolina. She, she doesn't even work behind the counter. She's the lady that cleans the floor, cleans up your trash when she leaves. And she is wiser than executives in boardrooms across the world. She is wiser than politicians, scholars, whoever you want to put in the blank that you might respect of this world. The lady that cleans your trash at Bojangles has more wisdom than all those people combined. And why is that? It's because of this. She knew the word. She had it in her. The Bible says that the uh, foundations of the wisdom of this world are, are God's word. The foundation of this world is built on this. It's not built on the wisdom of man. It's not built on your podcast that you like. It's built on this. And that's what that lady had. So how do you get that? How do you get wisdom? 
Well, uh, the Bible says in Proverbs 9 that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That's where it starts. You have to fear the Lord to have wisdom, to have true wisdom, the wisdom that that lady at Bojangles had. But what is fear? What does it mean to fear God? Well, to fear God, it's not this negative thing where you're afraid of him, where you want to run from him and hide from him. Uh, you don't tremble from him in a negative sense. Um, it says in 2 Timothy 1.7 that God gives us not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we're not fearful of God in a way that he's going to hurt us. In fact, he's giving us things. That's what we talked about this entire semester. But this lady knew true fear of God. When you read in Genesis in the creation account, when Adam and Eve sin, they're separated from God and they fear God in a negative way. They try to hide. So that's a negative fear, a negative understanding of God. But a positive fear, fear that brings wisdom, is draws you to, draws you to God. You want to be near God. You want to be close to God. And that's what that lady had. She had a drawing to God. She understood fear that brought her to God. It's an awe. It's a reverence. She knew the word of God. And because she knew the word of God, she knew the wisdom that was in here. And she wanted to know the giver of that wisdom. It says in Psalms uh, 119.11, I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And that's what that lady at Bojangles had. She had a wisdom that led her to God. And because of that, because she knew his word, she said, I don't want to be a woman who sins against God. I don't want to be a woman who accepts the false wisdom of this world that leads to death. I want to be a woman who pursues his righteousness, who pursues his heart, pursues his kingdom, and has true wisdom. Not the lies of this world, but true wisdom. And you might be like, Doug, okay, how is some lady at Bojangles wiser than the greatest people on this earth? Well, don't take my word for it. Check this out. Read the Bible. In Ecclesiastes 9, 10 through 18, there's a story given by Solomon. And Solomon, uh, he's the wisest man that ever lives, the Bible says. And he got wisdom because he asked God for it. He asked the giver for it. But you can look at that on your own time. But in the story I'm talking about, he tells this story of this king, this super powerful, super wealthy, militaristic king that comes out and he besieges the city. He's coming to attack this really small city. And the city's got no shot. It'd be like if Michael Jordan and his bulls showed up to play you and your friends and some pickup basketball. It's just like done, game over. Don't even try to play horse. Just go home or take the L and get the story from it. But so anyway, this king comes up and he goes to take over this little city. And in doing so, everyone inside, they're freaking out. And there was this man in the city, this man that the Bible says no one really cared about, no one really noticed, um, no one really valued him. Maybe like the lady at Bojangles that cleans up your trash when you leave it on the table, kind of like that. And it said that that man was wise. And that man sat in that moment and he was calm. He told everyone in the city what it is that they needed to do to defeat the king. And the city listened to him and they did it. And what happened? Through wisdom, they defeated one of the most powerful armies in the world. Check it out. It's in Ecclesiastes 9. And then it goes on to say that the wisdom is more powerful than the weapons of warfare, more powerful than the weapons of this world. So if you have wisdom, it doesn't matter what someone else has in their bank account. It doesn't matter what someone's academic pedigree is. It doesn't matter what kind of connections they have because you have wisdom and you have the one that built the foundation of this earth on this word. That is true power. So if fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom, well, how do we get that wisdom? It says in James 1.5 that you need to ask. It says that God gives his wisdom liberally to those who ask. He, he just pours it out. He, without measure, he will give it to you if you ask him. That's what he did to Solomon. God came to Solomon and said, hey, what is it you want? Anything, I'll give you. And Solomon says, I need wisdom to lead. I need to know your ways. I need to know your statutes and, and how it is you created this world to operate. Not the way the world created it wants to create things to operate because 
It's chaos, just look around. I don't need to go into it. He said, I need your wisdom. And it says in James 1.5, if you ask the Lord, he will give you wisdom. But beyond asking, there's another step that you have to do. You have to seek it. And in Proverbs 2.4, it says, if you seek it, being wisdom, if you seek wisdom like silver and search for it like hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of God. So not only do you need to ask, but you need to seek it out. So for instance, that lady, that 20 minute conversation she had, she had sought it out, she had asked for it. And she was able to look at me and she says, I have this friend and they're in this situation right now. And because I know this, because I know the wisdom of this, I know how it'll end because the principles are in here. She said, I have this friend and they're going down this road and I know that the Lord says this about that and that's how it'll end and that's how it is. She says, I have this friend and they're pursuing the Lord in this and I know that the prospering of the Lord and the favor of the Lord will come on their life because they're following the wisdom of this, the very wisdom that the foundations of the world is built on. That is true wisdom. And there's a lady at Bojangles in Raleigh, North Carolina that has more wisdom than the greatest executives, scholars, politicians in the world because she's asked for it and she's sought it like silver and hidden treasure. She got it from the word of God, the very thing that he exalts above anything else in the universe. But when we talk about wisdom and we talk about any gift, you have to understand this. A gift, it's relational. There has to be a giver and there has to be a recipient. And the gift that goes in between, there has to be a reason or else it's not a gift. That's how it works. And so in that, God is the giver and he gives us gifts. But if you don't know the giver, you can't receive the gift. And to know the giver, it starts with knowing the greatest gift he ever gave. And that's his son, Jesus. That's the gospel. It says that for God so loved the world in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son being Jesus so that no man should perish, but all should have eternal life. And he did that because you have sin in your life and I have sin in mine. And that separates us from God. But because of Jesus who gave his life and we can have forgiveness of sin if we believe on him, it brings us back together and we receive the greatest gift that there is, salvation. And once you receive that gift, then you can receive all the other gifts it is that we've talked about this year. You can receive wisdom, you can receive hope, a peace that surpasses all understanding, a joy that's found in his presence. All the promises that are in this, the wisdom and the foundation of the earth, you can receive them but it starts with knowing Jesus Christ and knowing God the Father. And if you don't know who Jesus Christ is or you wanna know more about that, or you wanna know more about wisdom, hit Matt Curtis up, hit David Hurst, hit me up, call me. My number is 941-920-4464. I'll talk to you about Jesus and I'll talk to you about the wisdom. Might end up at the Sweet Tea Dispenser in Bojangles like I did last night. But I want you to know this, everything you need for life and godliness, all the wisdom is you ever need is in here if you ask God for it and you seek him. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you uh, that you are a father who gives good gifts. Uh, Lord, that you desire to bless us. You desire to have a relationship with us. But Lord, you're also a God who is just. Lord, that you hate anything that is outside of you. You rebuke sin. Lord, and because of that, we needed Jesus to have a relationship with you. So may we seek you. May we seek your spirit. Thank you for the gift that you have given us in salvation. And thank you for your free offer of wisdom if we ask you for it and seek it. In Jesus' name, amen. See you guys. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're interested in learning more about our ministry, head over to gethope.net slash young adult. And if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe so we can stay connected.